Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, you are listening to Proverbs with Daisy Maskell. It is me, Daisy. Welcome. This is a podcast all about extraordinary people and extraordinary stories. Here we will shine the spotlight on their journeys and hopefully learn something about ourselves and the way that we live our lives from their experiences too. Join me as we get to know our guest. Anthony, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Proverbs. How are you doing? I'm doing great today, Daisy. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. Oh, no, it's such an honor. I wonder if we could go back, I guess, to the start, really the start of your life. And if you could explain to us what life was like for you growing up as a kid. Well, um, I, it was, uh, I grew up in the United States, uh, right outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is a, is a community that we were really involved in the steel industry and the railroad industry here in, in Western Pennsylvania. I come from a, an Italian-American background. Uh, my family is uh, all from the same village in Italy. And, uh, and so food growing up in my family and our community, uh, which was basically a, a very Italian community as well, uh, was always like the center of our life. Um, I grew up as an athlete uh, with family members who were athletes and played in the National Football League, the NFL, and, and uh, were executives in the NFL. Uh, and so the opportunity in my hometown to grow up and to walk in our fathers and our grandfathers or our uncles' footsteps and play football was always a very uh, important thing uh, for for the boys uh, my age when I was uh, 12 years old growing up. Um, as it would, as life would have it, um, at the age of 12 on Halloween day, 1987, I was uh, involved in a, tra- uh, a tragic fire in my family's garage where I was burned over 87% of my body. A dear friend of mine, someone who I love to this day, I was in that garage. Uh, he flipped the match without the intention uh, to, to harm me in some way, but my clothes caught on fire and, um, and I was a ball of flames. Um, I was burned from my ankles. Uh, my hair was on fire. My my body was on fire. I was completely engulfed in flames, and um, and I, I was trapped in my garage. And I made it out. and And um, and my neighbors then uh, basically told me to roll. Started screaming, "Roll!" I was a ball of flames, and you know, and and the pain was enormous. I was screaming, but. At the same time, uh, at some point during uh, this time when I was on fire, I also had a calm come over me uh, where where I was given a, a sense of peace and, and the pain was in a way taken away. You know, it's almost unexplainable. I don't know what presence was there, whether it was a presence of God or or or, or the Blessed Mother or some or just uh, 
you know, what happens to you when you're involved in such a trauma. But there was a piece that came to me that uh, that took away that that pain. And uh, I rode and and my neighbors covered me with a uh, army blanket. Uh, they doused the fire with the the blanket and uh, they were real heroes. And um, and then I was laying on my back in my backyard uh, on this late autumn day with a beautiful blue sky. And I just, the fire was out and the pressure was out. And I can't say that I laid there in tremendous agony, even though I was burned so bad, but I was able to look in the air and see the birds flying and feel the cool wind on my face and felt a sense of peace uh, even though I was so tragically injured. You know, a lot of people talk about miracles. As it would turn out, I was I was burned over 87% of my body. I was given my last rites three times. The medical staff said that there was, I had a 0% chance to survive. I had 43 surgeries, 134 blood transfusions. Um, and, uh, and, and I survived. You know, there were some very dramatic moments in the hospital that we could discuss if you'd like. But, you know, I feel, really feel the the true miracle was the fact that I could sit here and, and have gone through all that trauma and have this beautiful life today uh, where I have two children who I love dearly. I've been married for 24 years to my beautiful wife, Katie. Uh, we own a business together, uh, accounting business and do some great work. And I was able to ultimately make it back on the football field after a tremendous physical therapy and, uh, and and relive my dreams as a young athlete. So the miracle, I would say, is just being able to talk with you and, and the peace that I felt through all of that uh, dark time and, and going through such a tragedy and uh, in, the, in the way that I was blessed with the ability to keep a smile on my face and, and uh, overcome adversity. Uh, even though it was so uh, it was so trying. Well, I feel so blessed to be able to talk to you today, Anthony. And your your story and your outlook on life is so inspirational. As a child at the start of life with an incredible football career on the horizon, how did you process what had happened to you? Well, that's a good question, you know, and it's and it's very difficult uh, to to understand. And to me, for me to this day, um, the truth is that there was as a 12 year old boy i was i was innocent and i had uh no idea about what the odds were or what the future mm-hmm. would hold i did have uh some really interesting things happen though uh number 1 is i always wanted to get back on the football field so no matter i had this calling card so to speak or this mission that was a passion of mine that was beyond any uh that that was beyond any uh obstacle that was in front of me uh the idea of living a life after i was injured so bad and not being able to have a normal life where I would be with uh, a normal child growing up in in junior high and high school and and being able to have uh, uh, re- or live my athletic dreams, the pain and the idea of of not being able to become the person that I wanted to be was far greater than the blood that I shed, the mm-hmm. surgeries that I had, the psychological trauma that I had to to deal with and and the uh the obstacle of losing my hand all of these these uh these 
these really uh, physical uh, limitations that I was presented with, they paled in comparison to the notion that I would have to live a life that was less than. And I was very fortunate that uh, I had some amazing mentors, doctors, therapists, and family, and the blessing of God that uh, on my life that that allowed me to to uh, to to walk this walk and uh, and hopefully inspire others and give others hope that they can uh, they too can achieve their goals and dreams uh, if they uh, if they continue to persist and never give up. We've spoken to a number of people on this podcast in various episodes that have been through life changing events such as yourself, and and more often than not, they also say that that mental recovery and rehabilitation is so much tougher than the physical pain and the physical recovery. How do you start to rebuild your life and carve out a new future for yourself? Well, I, you know, this is a, this is a, this is a human experience. Okay. And so uh, we all are going through a human experience. And so what does that mean? Okay. Does it, it, that it's a human experience that it means that we all suffer. Okay, in one way or another, and and the the there was a book that I read it when I was seventeen, written by uh, Doctor M. Scott Peck. It was called "The Road Less Traveled." Uh, my mother gave it to me, and and she read it, and it was just so beautiful. It said the first three words were, uh, "Life is difficult," and and then the book goes on to express that. It is in our acceptance of the notion that life is difficult, that it becomes a little less difficult. And it is on our fighting against the difficulties of life and the why me's or, you know, the, the questioning and that, that, that makes it more difficult. In terms of, of my psychological, uh, you know, being able to help uh, deal with it, it's been a lifetime journey. And, uh, and I'm not here to say that, uh, that it's, it's something that you ever, entirely overcome. I mean, some of the the trauma that I experienced was just, uh, was, was, was amazing and horrific. Uh, But there again, some of the uh, blessings that I have been bestowed in the, in the times of getting back on my feet and having this beautiful family have been the other side of the seesaw, which have been glorious and joyful and beautiful. And so expect, accepting all of these different uh, phases of your life as lessons and learning from God as your journey that you have dealt with so much adversity and trauma, and then you have consolations and joy on the other side of it has been, uh, has been a beautiful experience. And it has taught me more than I can express because what I've learned is no matter how dark today is and how devastated you may be, there's always a brighter day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And if I could have been burned and almost died and lost my hand and was scarred all over my body, and yet the best days of my life happened after that, mm-hmm. then how fortunate are we to have this life? And, and what devastation can you face that you cannot you know, see a brighter day tomorrow? And that's mm-hmm. uh, and that's really what helped me to get through all this adversity, understanding that. Continuing the conversation on Proverbs after this short break. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I know you've spoken about this before in your work, but what does a sense of community mean to you? Well, you know, that's I think that it's important that uh, we realize that it, there's an old, I, I would say it's almost a proverb where it says it takes a village. It, it does. It takes a village to mm-hmm. raise a child. And, and, you know, you know, coming through growing up in an Italian community, in a tight knit community before the Internet, uh, before there were uh, cell phones, you know, we had to knock on each other's door and you had to if you wanted to call your friend, you had to talk to their parents first and they asked you how your day went. And you had this extended reach to uh, people there. They're, my friend's parents, in some respects, were also parents of mine. And mentors uh, that were much older than me always helped me to understand that, you know, even though I only had one hand, I was no different than anyone else. Um, And so the sense of community is this this ability not only to receive that type of love and mentorship from the people that you're surrounded by, but also to give it back later in life, which is something that I've done in terms of of coaching young kids and teaching them the power of perseverance through athletics, and uh, and that they can achieve even even though the game or the it might be difficult at times. And you know, life is not always a, a circle of winning. There's losses where you learn tremendous amounts as well. And uh, and having that sense of giving back and and having received such awesome coaching and mentorship uh, from people that that raised me, the community that raised me, and having an opportunity to give that back, I think really is uh, is what defines community to me. I'd love to speak a little bit about your career too, because you've had an amazing career. What has been a personal peak or highlight for you that you look back on? Well, there's been several, you know, <laughs> I, I, in, in the truth of the matter is, uh, there's lots of people who have made more money than me or you know, you might deem more successful. But, you know, the thing about it is I was faced with such uh, dire odds of even surviving. And and yet to have a business, which I my wife and I work together and we operate a a CPA firm and do a little bit of investment advisory work. And uh, we've been really serial entrepreneurs where we've uh, invested in 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 homes and in flipped homes. And yeah, we started a athletic clubs like a semi-pro football team here in, or up in western Pennsylvania. We've had some serious successes, okay, that have been that has marked our career. But 
more than anything else, I would say I'm, I'm a licensed sports agent now, but I don't find much joy to be truthful in, in, you know, in attaining a title or uh, accomplishing a specific deed. I find more joy in helping other people solve their problems. And in the beauty of, of my, the peak of my career has been finding or people finding me who were either having a, in a, in a bad place in terms of their tax situation, their, their business, uh, they're even sometimes uh, going through a divorce in a, a marital situation where we have to help them plan for their finances and really working with that person to overcome the obstacles that they're faced with and helping them to get out the other side in their tax situation solved or on their feet and, uh, and living that life that they had hoped for. And uh, so there's been some some really special moments in my career where I've been able to help people who were down get back on their feet. And that's, uh, and I find more reward there than just about anything else. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I feel so thankful and so lucky that I, I have the opportunity to speak to you today as well, because I know tomorrow you have your memoir Against All Odds, which is coming out. What can we expect from this, Anthony? You know, I, I honestly believe, Daisy, that it is, uh, it is, it is inspired writing. Um, you know, the I started writing this book, Against All Odds, a story of faith, courage, and never giving up when the pandemic hit in uh, in April or, or March or April of 2020. You know, I, I saw the world. I was now, you know, we were we were had to be at home and uh, and I saw that the world was sick and it just reminded me all the fear that was out there of what was going to happen tomorrow. It reminded me of the time when I was burned and I was mm -hmm. and my life was said that I, I I would never survive. And I knew that if, if I could just write this journey of mine uh, from the moments in the, it, it, that having to see my parents face uh, when they saw me burn so terribly and the way that they came to love me, uh, despite the fact that they were going through what some would consider a bitter divorce at the time. And they they rallied around me and, and gave me love and hope. And in that journey of being so close to death, but always having a glimmer of hope and the times where, you know, where science said that I couldn't survive, but faith, you know, really was all we had to hang on to. But then they made experimental procedures in that in that burn unit that that really was uh, the intersection of where science and faith met and and some miraculous things happened to save my life. And to talk about that journey and all of the pain in such detail and then also getting back on my feet and what it was like to bring, get back in the society as now this burn person who who is now went from this athletic life and in, in, in being totally healthy to having to look at myself for the first time and, and figure out how to love myself again, despite being covered in scars and having these limitations. So to walk through that journey and then ultimately getting back on my feet and rehabilitating my body and being able to to, to rise up and play and star as a football player for my Newcastle High School football team. And to, to the reader will get a chance to walk that journey with me in a way that I don't think another story has ever been told. And so it's very inspiring and beautiful, but 
it also conveys a message to the reader that no matter if you've gone through a bad breakup or had a bout of drug and alcohol addiction or suffered a terrible accident in your life or are just challenged in your business, that if if you read this story, I think you'll find that that no matter how bad the odds are against you, you can succeed if you never give up against all odds. I am so looking forward to reading this. Anthony, at the end of each episode of Proverbs, I like to ask people what their proverb is. What is something that gets you up every morning? What do you deem as the meaning of life? Well, what I deem as the meaning of life is, I mean, there's there's so much. There's, I will say three different things here. Number one, I love the fact that God wakes me up every single morning. 36 years after they called and said that I would never survive another day. And so I wake up thankful every morning that that he just woke me up and gave me this opportunity. And I try to say some prayers and connect with God each morning because I know if he leads me, that's going to put me in a better place than I could ever place myself. And I know also that you can't be lazy in this world. You have to get up and you have to put your feet on the ground and you have to you have to go after the mission that God has intended for you. And 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 whether you believe in God or not, it's the mission that your heart calls out for you to do, whether that is is going to work and serving in your capacity every day or loving your children the best that you can or serving in the military or serving the community at large. You have to follow the calling of your heart. And finally, you could never be all that you're intended to be in life unless you're giving a big part of yourself back to other people who cannot afford or do not have the ability to pay you. And see, I think that giving my life to my children, my son and my daughter, and the kids in my community who I help to coach is more rewarding and provides me with a better mental mindset and, and more blessings and grace than anything that I can do professionally. So when you're down and you're out, just wake up every day, thank God, follow your heart and give your best to your neighbors. And I believe that that will bring you to a place of peace and happiness. Oh, Anthony, you really are such a great guy, (laughs) truly. It's been such an honor to have you on this week's episode. And I appreciate you sharing your story. Your work is in my opinion, that of an inspiration. And I love your outlook on the hardships that life can throw all of us. It's something that we can all adopt and we can all learn from. And I'm really excited to read this memoir, which is out tomorrow. And we will have a little link in the bio of this week's episode for you to go and check out too. Thank you so much, Anthony, for being here. Daisy, thank you so much. It's a real honor for me to be here. Uh, God bless you, all of your listeners. And, uh, And I I cannot express the amount of gratitude I have for you having me on the show. Thank you. And that concludes this episode of Proverbs with Daisy Maskell. That is me. I hope you enjoyed it. Hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I will see you soon. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.